money and taxes from BB to XYZ. I'm Regina Neenan, Certified Financial Planner. <laughs> and I'm Jason Spessiner, Certified Financial Planner and Enrolled Agent. And we are here because spooky season has already started for me. It actually started in mid-August. And uh, it's my favorite. I love spooky season. So we're not going to do the scary voices throughout, but Jason, that laugh was amazing. Halloween is right around the corner. It is. I'm so excited. I'm already thinking of my family's Halloween costume, which revolves around my cat. So uh, stay tuned to our podcast and maybe I'll tell you what I decide on. Jason, you and your family also really go big for Halloween, right? Well, like I am the big candy bar guy on the block. So that is my sort of thing. I like to put up a nice scary scene, make the kids sort of doubt or guess if they should show up or not. And when they do, they are handsomely rewarded with a nice full-size candy bar of their choice. Nice. Yes. I'm all for the, the big candy bars. Those are the best. And I think it's safe to say that we both love scary stories. Um, so with Halloween beginning here, we're going to focus in on a single scary story for each generation. And if you want more scary stories from us, let us know. Reach out to podcast at fpfoco.com. There you go. So let's dive right into it and let's talk about our baby boomers scary story. And I could only imagine that most will connect with this. And that is running out of money. That could be a very spooky outcome as a baby boomer or anyone who is going through a retirement. Yeah. And that can lead to a few different frightening outcomes from, you know, not having dollars to pay for your own care, whether that's regular health care or specialized long-term care. So Jason, let's jump into that one first. And of course, the first thing that kind of pops into my mind is, isn't free long-term care a good thing? Because it's so expensive. Right. There's a whole, I don't want to say cottage industry, but there is a whole strategy of positioning yourself to qualify for Medicaid. Now that's okay in a lot of scenarios if you are completely out of resources and you just have nothing else left, you need some sort of backstop there. But you really eliminate lots of choice, lots of options, the ability to pick the facility you're at, the ability to pick the care providers that you see, and you sort of end up in a scenario where, yes, you have a government-subsidized long-term care plan, but it may not be the one that you would want if you were given a choice. Right. And I think the big fear for a lot of people there is that they're going to end up in a facility that they haven't chosen. It might be poorly rated. It might have a negative history. People might just not see dignity in care. Yeah, for benefit recipients, Medicaid is free, but of course, taxes pay for our Medicaid. And another thing our taxes will pay for is, of course, Social Security income. And you pay for that throughout your lifetime with a Social Security tax. You and your employer each contribute a portion of your earnings towards that Social Security tax. And of course, if that becomes your only income, if you do run out of money, when you're on Social Security, about 40% of your pre-retirement income is what you're receiving. And so if that is your last and only income source, is that 40% of that pre-retirement earnings for life? And just think of where those dollars would go. I mean, you don't have much flexibility on paying for your living expenses. So of course, if you only have 40% of your income being replaced when you are retired, when you are living on Social Security, there are certain things that that you may have to go without. And let's not forget that, of course, if you run out of money, if there is no legacy, there is no inheritance, there is nothing that passes on to the next generation. And maybe that's an important part of your financial plan, which leads us into 
well, how do you avoid this? How do you come up with a way and a strategy to not run out of money, Reggie? By planning, by doing some financial planning. And hey, maybe not leaving a legacy at death is part of that planning because you've given gifts throughout your lifetime. You've seen people enjoy them. You've done the giving that you wanted to do, maybe traveled with people. But yes, to avoid running out of money, do some planning. Figure out how you want to live at every point in your life. Look at maybe long-term care insurance, whether that is an insurance that you purchase or by self-insuring. And then if you do want to leave that legacy once you pass on, do some estate planning. Be prepared for that. So yes, baby boomers, you can avoid pretty much all of this by, by doing some planning. And just because you are maybe as you see it at a later stage of life, doesn't mean you can't start planning now. It's not too late. Yeah, it's important on the long-term care side. Insurance is one option, but having a long-term care plan, I always talk about that with clients. We don't necessarily need long-term care insurance to be your long-term care plan, but you need to have a long-term care plan. It is something that is incredibly important to making sure that you do not run out of money. And if legacy is a part of your financial plan that you have a legacy and an inheritance to leave to the next generation. Yeah. And speaking of that next generation, let's move on to our Gen Xers. And a big spooky finance piece for them could be not saving for their kids' college. For some, maybe this was on purpose, but for others, probably not. Yeah. And maybe it's not simply just not saving, but just having to pay for college unexpectedly and having to shelve or move back a retirement because the college funding came about in a way that you just weren't prepared for. Yeah, maybe you have a kid who's very, very intelligent. You're planning to send them to a state school, but then they get into Harvard. What do you do then? You write big checks, apparently. But yeah, putting your own life on hold to pay, you know, 25, 30, 55, 85 at some of these high-end private schools, $1,000 a year in, in tuition, uh, room and board and all of these other things. And it was simply down to preparation for that. We keep a sort of flexible college and education funding strategy in mind, but that's just it. You keep the plan in mind so that it can go either way. If you need to pay for college, you are prepared with the resources to do that. If not, if for whatever reason, maybe that highly intelligent kid is also athletically gifted, or maybe they just get a merit scholarship, whatever the case is. Now, all of a sudden you can use those dollars for something else, but at least you were prepared to pay for that college education. Yeah. And on the flip side, then hopefully you're not saddling kids with student loans, having them start really their adult lives post-college with this huge burden that is debt. And the way to, of course, avoid all of this once again is through planning. A lot of folks may decide that, hey, I'm not going to pay for my kids' college. I do need to put myself first and take care of my retirement and make sure that I'm prepared so that I'm not a burden to my children later on. Jason, what's a good way to kind of talk with your kids, make sure that they understand that, that they're clued in on your financial plan and know what to expect themselves? Well, it's about having the conversation. It's maybe awkward, but you have to sort of let them know where these things stand. Understand that if they would like to go to a higher cost or higher end school, they may have to either take on some of that burden themselves. They may have to either work through some of that time while they're in school and make sure that they can pay some of their other supplemental costs and simply explain to them that you have financial concerns of your own. You have a retirement, you have a future that you need to prepare for as well, and you will do what you can to contribute towards that education if you want to, but you got to set some ground rules and lay out sort of what the landscape is going to look like. Yeah, that can also kind of clue them into what they can expect later on in life, whether that is part of your estate planning. But then it helps them 
them to prepare for college, to apply for those scholarships and grants and get on the footing that they need and that they can expect to have a successful college career. So really, like you said, just having that conversation is a great start. Yeah. And if you're a millennial with college age kids, this may be one of your horror stories too. But for those of you without kids, here's another one that sort of creeps in and that's homeownership. Homeownership can be a big, scary thing, whether you purchase a home or not just by itself could turn into a very spooky story. But then once you do buy that home, uh uh-oh, did you buy too much home? Did you end up with a property that has the proverbial money pit in it? And did you end up paying too much interest on that home purchase? And then you also have to think about just not being able to get into the market because home prices right now are so high and interest rates are so high. So maybe that has been a goal of yours for a long time. You've been saving up the down payment and, oh, hey, now you can't afford the amount of home or the type of home or the location that you wanted to move into. And are you adequately insured? Is your home covered in case of a major natural disaster or hopefully doesn't happen, but a house fire or something that can cause you to have to rebuild some or all of that home, making sure that you are adequately insured. Hugely, hugely important if you are a homeowner and if you do step into home ownership. And if you're still a hopeful homeowner or just realized, hey, I could buy instead of renting, well, you might have quite a few years of saving to do before you can become a homeowner. It's not super easy for the majority of folks to save up enough for a down payment in the matter of a year or two. For most, it's, it's quite a bit longer. So you might just be at the beginning of a home owning journey, even though you're ready to settle down and really deepen those roots. So avoid owning a haunted spooky house by preparing and planning, of course, for that purchase, which is a major, major milestone and step in anyone's financial life for sure. Hopefully, like you said, you don't get the spooky haunted mansion up on the hill. But when you move into your home, you do have some things to look forward to, like some tax benefits. For example, you can itemize your deductions. Yeah. What about that mortgage interest deduction? Hey, mortgage interest rates are high. And if you are purchasing a home and you are able to afford a mortgage payment at today's interest rates, one upside of that, the lemonade, if you will, for from those lemons is that you will get a mortgage interest deduction on that home to buy, build, or improve your primary residence. So you can make sort of use of that on your tax return and save some tax dollars. And if you want to take a look at what that could be for you, Again, do some planning. Really prepare for homeownership, whether it's on the tax side, building your emergency fund to prepare for some of those money pit issues that hopefully you don't have too many of, um, and just altogether getting ready so you can get into the home that's really going to suit you and your family, and that's going to be affordable. All right. So now, Generation Z, here we go. It's time to get into the workforce. It's time to start earning that income. But uh uh-oh, you've got a lot of debt. Student loan debt is a big deal. And that is a horror story. That is a spooky story. If you're Gen Z just coming out of school and all of a sudden student loans are there, personal loans are there, credit cards are there because you had to take care of those living expenses. Maybe you had some fear of missing out. Don't wind up in this position where you are paying back on debts for years before you start getting a net positive net worth going with your earnings. And in addition to some of that debt haunting you, especially the higher interest debt, maybe you wind up in a career path that doesn't pan out. And so not only do you not have as much income coming in as you were expecting, but maybe you also have those student loans that you're looking at too. Keep in mind that you're still young. You have time to shift. This doesn't have to be a scary situation that you need to endure for the rest of your life. Because 
What else is the alternative? Well, if you went into bankruptcy, guess what? With student loans, most of the time, you are not discharging them. So you have to be ready to understand what that cost of education is going to be, how it's going to impact your future earnings, future cash flows, and make sure that you are careful with your, guess what? Here's that word again, planning and determining what that college education is going to look like and whether or not it's going to be, frankly, worth it to take on as much debt as you do. And don't let this turn into a spooky, spooky story for you as well. Don't let this delay you in really launching the rest of your life into moving on to achieving those milestones that you have ahead of you. So really work with someone. If you already found yourself in a situation like this, maybe it's time to reach out and talk to a credit counselor, talk to a financial planner. If not yours, maybe your parents' planner has some options for you. But yeah, really start working on taking those next steps, building up from where you're at right now. And if you can, if you have some of the foresight, just to avoid taking on some of the riskier loans or credit card debt in the first place. So yeah, let's talk about today's takeaways. Money and taxes, yes, there can be scary things. And there's a lot of scary things we didn't even get into. IRS audits, credit collections, all of these things that you can get into some really scary stuff that you don't want to deal with. And you can avoid most of those horror stories, as we mentioned a few times today, through financial planning, really building out what you want to achieve and also the scary stuff that you want to avoid so you have a path forward. Sidestep the ghosts, the spookies, and move on to the positive things in life. And remember, there is no past in financial planning. There's only a future. So if you've had a scary story, if you've had a financial horror story, don't let it define your life. Move forward with an appropriate plan, with a path forward that will help you improve and get better with your finances so that you can enjoy whatever that goal is, whether it's a comfortable retirement, paying for your child's education, buying a home, or entering the workforce with a solid cash flow. You can do all of those things and don't look back in the past and think that you should have done something differently. Just move forward. We hope we didn't scare you too much today, but we also want to know what scary stories should we cover next? Email us your money and taxes from BB to XYZ podcast hosts at podcast at fpfoco.com. And if you have your own horror story, we would actually love to hear about it. We will share it anonymously on your behalf so we don't have to name you when we share it, but we can potentially help other folks learn from the scary stuff that you've been through so they don't have to go through it themselves. You can also send that to podcast at fpfoco.com. And uh, since I don't enunciate some of those letters well, you'll also find that email in the show notes. This episode was written and produced by me, Jason Spessner. And me, Regina Neenan. I also edited the episode. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Jason Spessner and Regina Neenan are investment advisor representatives of Financial Planning Fort Collins, a registered investment advisor. The information in this podcast is provided for general educational and entertainment purposes only. It may not apply to you or your specific circumstances and should not be considered financial, investment, or tax advice.